Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step -step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. That's bluehost.com slash wondersuite. Now I want to start busting the fucking beat. <laughs> Some rap around this bitch. Yeah, that's cool right there. And I'm in the Versace Espresso Glider Recliners. Let's go, yeah. Franklin in the motherfucking house. Yeah, yeah, you know what it is. It's the highest host, Adamil, chilling out right here at that crowd OG HQ, dude. You already heard it. You already see what's happening. He's already vibing. He's chilling. <laughs> Appreciate all y'all tuning in wherever you're at. If you uh, watch it live on Twitch, you already know what's up. If you are uh, listening on any platform where you get podcasts, thank you. That's Amazon, Spotify, Google, Apple, wherever you're at. Appreciate y'all. And if you're watching this on YouTube, it's about to be a good time. Thank y'all for tuning in. Of course, Kentron out here setting the vibes on the keys, tickling them ebonies and ivories. And we got, you know, a legendary person in the building, been uh, uh, mortalized in one of the best video games ever. He is, <laughs> uh, he has an amazing story. Uh, you know, I read the book. He's an author. He's a rapper. He's an actor. He's a voice actor. There's a difference between acting and voice acting. He's done a lot. He's uh, from LA, from Watts. So, you know, he's got an interesting background growing up in the late 1900s. I'm talking about the one and only Sean Fontino, baby! Yes, sir! AKA Solo, AKA motherfucking Franklin Clinton. in the building! Yes, sir! Man, I appreciate you having me here, Adam, man. Shit, we've been, this has been long overdue, bro, since you've been out at the house. You I, was, know? I was about to say, it's a long time uh, in the making. We've been talking about this. Yeah. You you know, we've crossed paths. Shout out to uh, Thomas Dopeziola for, uh, you know, kind of connecting us. And uh, it's just crazy to have, you know, someone who I didn't even know was a real person because I was playing video games, actually. Yeah. Sitting right here on these Versace Espresso. You like that Versace Espresso? Versace Espresso. <laughs> Glider recliners. Glider recliners. And they are recliners. You can put your feet up if you feel comfortable. Uh, but how you doing, man? Thanks for being here. It's an honor to have you, Doc. Shit, man. I'm good, dog. You know, shit. I had to get out here, get this done with you, bro. You know, you've been, we've been trying to do it for the last few weeks, but I've been 
filming something and I know people like, oh, he filming GTA 6, but I've been working, man. Trust me. So I made it, uh, you know, a VIP session for you. So I'm here, brother. People in chat already talking about GTA 6. I mean, there's, yeah. there's been a game, you know, that came out uh, after GTA. What was it? The, the, con the contract? Yeah, the contract. The contract man. came out. Yeah. I don't know if y'all seen that, but that's a whole other story in game. And you know, before we get into GTA and get into like what's going on right now, because you got the book out, you got a graphic novel, you coming out, you got uh, you know more work that we can't really talk about coming out. And uh, I know you also started a server on yeah. GTA and you live stream on Twitch as well. Yeah, man, we launching that in um probably like another week. Um, I'm finalizing a few more things and stuff, but it's called Franklin's World. So if anybody right now want to drop into there, you, uh, the, the server is Franklin's World. Um, you can drop in and you can... Uh, so you can play with actually Franklin's World and GTA on the RP server and you'll be there just running shit. Yeah, no shit. The real what? Franklin is in there. You Are know? you fucking serious? Yeah, Rockstar gave me the green light and said, go on, you can do it, man. So shit, you know, everybody else, you can't do that. You know, who, who else can voice Franklin but me? You know what I'm saying? So it's good, man. We letting 100 people in for free. You can come, hang out, and we can build this world up and get it cracking. Damn. And just do missions and get money. Yeah, we gonna get cracking in that bitch. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's super exciting, dude. And it's crazy to see like the evolution of the game and um, to learn about your story actually, because uh, the Franklin and Sean character kind of are pretty similar, right? Pretty close. Pretty damn close. And how did that whole thing, because I was reading this book, The Game Changer, and, you know, you go into detail about, you know, growing up, uh, living, you know, living in Watts and being around gang members yeah. and just that's all you knew and getting gifted like guns and money. And, and <laughs> one thing that stood out in your book that I read was... You didn't want to get held back in class. Yeah. I think it was like ninth grade or something. Yeah. And this was back when 789 was like junior high and then 10, 11, 12 was yeah, high school. Exactly. You're like, I ain't staying in junior high. And the one, I think it was agriculture. Yeah, right? Agriculture class, which, man. Which was interesting because, you know, agriculture, we out here trying to grow and shit. But uh, you're like, fuck school. I, we'll get into that. But you actually made him, you made him change your grade because you hooked him up with some fucking rock. He was rock. an addict. He was an addict. How did you know? How did he know you had it? How did you know he needed it? What the fuck? Yeah, it was crazy that, you know, he pulled me to the side because I came up and caught him um, after class. You know what I'm saying? When everything was over and they were saying I'm failing in that class. That was the only class I was failing in. And you couldn't have no fail, no F. And you, you couldn't, you know, to go to the next grade, graduate, right. go to the next grade. And all my peers and my homies and the females that I was liking, they going to lock high school. So I'm like, shit, I got to figure a way to get over there. So when I went to go talk to him, it was just going to go and say, what do I got to do to, you know, improve my grades? And he was like, man, it's kind of short notice. You know what I'm saying? You got to do summer school and then you're going to you can't graduate, but you can go on once right. you pick that grade up. So then all of a sudden I was just sad and shit and I left and then the next day he called me at the class and to the side and he was sweating like a motherfucker. I, man, I can remember it like it was yesterday, man. And um S sweating like like, like trying sweating, to find a sweat. Okay. Sweating and um he just like asked me, you know, uh, can you get some rocks? There's a shot in the dark. 
Yeah, he asked me, can I get rock? And I was like, rock, you know? And because we wasn't calling it rock back then, it was called crack. It was crack. We wasn't saying rock. Right. You know, rock cocaine. It was crack. So I was like, it, it caught me off guard, but I didn't give a fuck because he wasn't the only teacher that I would have been serving at that time because it was two more. Stop it. Was, it. You're all right. <laughs> it was actually a lady there, man, that was that that taught me sexual shit, man. And so I was ninth like, grade is like, is like 14, 15, right? I think is ninth grade, 13, yeah. 14? Yeah, yeah, okay. 14. So 15. you're 14 and your teacher's asking you for like hard drugs. Yeah, and man. And you were already hooking other teachers up with it? Well, it was one other teacher that, that came to our spot. And we was like, oh, shit, that's Miss... Da, da, da. I don't want to yeah. say her name because, you know... That's Miss Smith. I still yeah. know her. She is in the, um, um, Arizona now, still doing her thing, cleaned up everything, you know. Right, that's good. Um, but, yeah, man, and um, he asked me. I made it happen um, that day. I actually left and came right back, made it happen. And voila, shit, I moved an F to a D. What? And the D is all I needed. And uh walked across How the stage. How much did you man. give him? Do you remember? Uh, it, it wasn't a whole lot. It was enough because he was a fiend. He was fiending. So I think it was because I couldn't take much out of my little stats because I wasn't big time enough shit right. like that. You know what I'm saying? I was getting it from somebody. You're getting it fronted. Standing to... out on the curve. So you were pushing. so you were already pushing crack. Yeah, yeah. At stat. a young age, man. At, at like in ninth grade. Yeah, in the eighth what? grade, bro. Like they were. It, it was. It was. It was the. It was like what everybody was doing back then, bro. It was like. It was just, it just when, when 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 crack hit, it ran like COVID. It hit, bro. It fucking ran like COVID, and it was so easy to make money. It was like nobody could be broke no more. You start seeing uh, kids at school wearing. Um, I don't know if you remember the bomber jackets with the fur, with the hood yeah, yeah, on it the with the fur. Yeah, 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 yeah. They had the fur, the guest jeans, the yeah. all the fly shit, the Sergio Tacchini, the Elise uh, sweatsuits. Money just started flowing because we was making so much money, bro. So, you know, yeah, we kids running around. We didn't know no better, man. So you, you couldn't blame us. We fucking kids in poverty, in Watts, in the ghetto. And, you so know, you guys didn't know, like, right from wrong. You This is just like, yo, I'm making nah, money from this. No, nah, to us, we felt that was right. It was it was right, you know, because we finally could feed ourselves. We didn't have to, because I remember the days of taking food stamps on my grandmother going to the store to go get food, man. And, and they'd get the food stamp from you and stamp it so you couldn't reuse right, it Right, to avoid it, right. avoid it, yeah. So I remember them days, man, and begging my uncles for quarters and all of that shit, you know. So when I finally got a chance to start making 200, 300 a day, then 1,000 a day. Right. Standing out and just rushing to a car along with other friends. Your turn, my turn. It's my turn now. Your turn. Let your me turn. serve them. Yeah, no, it's just you taking turns. If it's four of us, you go one, two, three, four. In one, order. Two, three. Okay. But you don't know what the guys want trying to what get. What they want. Right. You got to walk into the car and he want everything. Right. All right. This guy might go. He only want to spend five dollars. So, so it's just luck based on it's when the you guys base go. Of the draw of the luck. Damn. Yeah. yeah. So one guy's like five bucks. You're like fuck that. And the next guy's a hundred bucks. Like man, yeah. what the hell? Yeah. Yeah. And how did you guys determine like who's first second? Is it just like uh, we just, it just whatever happens. happens? It just fucking. Happens. I don't know if there's like a rock paper scissor competition. Nah, or we didn't. No, 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 no. Rock rock paper scissor. I don't even think it, we was doing <laughs> no shit like we that. We had play games kids. like we were making money already. Yeah. That's yeah. that's crazy. So. So you're third man. I can't believe he only gave you a D, dog. If you got some, I should have would have asked for at least for a C. Bro, I took whatever it was <laughs> to, to, to move on. But the crazy part about it is, I, I graduated to not go to school. I graduated, got to go to the tenth grade, and didn't didn't go one day. 
you know because when you when you when, when you get caught up in that that era as a kid of of doing illegal activities and it's so smooth fuck school you right. know you're like man so my grandmother never knew you're my, out here already bless her heart man she never knew she she seen me get dressed get up leave in the morning but i left walked the railroad tracks like going towards the, the school the school was really just probably two blocks from my house both both schools the high school and right. the junior high school and she'd see me walk in that direction she getting up going to work I turn off and go in the neighborhood and go hit the block. You know what I'm saying? So she never knew it. <laughs> You're like, why am I going to school to learn about shit I don't care about and how to make money when I'm already making money? Like, I don't give a fuck about the world 1812. <laughs> yeah, because that's what that's all they taught us was was fucking George Washington chopped down a cherry tree. You're like, what the fuck? You know what I'm saying? And I was like, what the fuck? You know? I mean, don't why get do me I wrong. Need that? Yeah, don't get me wrong. It was it was it was interesting, but I just I never applied myself to school after I found out that I can do this to make a living. And it ended up turning into I, I took care of my whole family. I bought my mother her first house when she was when I was 17 18. what yeah bro it got crazy with me man Damn, you were out here like making it happen no it got crazy bro so i mean starting crazy. at 13 by 17 you're already a vet man <laughs> damn near a million dollars bro for real bro damn i'm telling i'm telling you some serious shit that 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 a lot of people can vouch for it like because you've got to think by the time i hit 16 17 brother you know i'm still a kid i'm a teenager you know what i'm saying but these fucking Mexicans and the Colombian stars coming through all the neighborhoods and finding who they can to flood that shit to them. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm gonna give you all the shit you need. Just have my money. Yeah. And they giving it to you at a price that made you be like, okay, like what the fuck? You know, back then what? When I was about 16, a kilo was probably about fucking 19,000 20 grand but they handing this shit to you for 7800 what the fuck you So you're getting you like about? yeah you're getting like wholesale prices beyond wholesale so distribution prices and, and what happens is it made you go to a it put you it's a gift and a curse bro it's fun and it was cool like, but how, oh, are they, shit. how are they doing this you're like a kid and they're like trusting you with all this work they 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 crazy as a bitch man <laughs> they, they don't care man because they was deadly man you know so it was like as long as they knew where like your grandmother and people lived that they felt like you was going to be loyal because right. i remember bro we we ghetto kids man and all we know is to be loyal we never thought to take nothing steal uh, be be not loyal. Be a be a crook. Be a backstabber. All we had was us, and right. we was loyal to, to each, each other. other. Right. So it 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 taught us loyal habits to other people. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. So so this is like 13. How are you like growing up? Like before teenager? Like you are you know seven, eight, nine, ten. Are you like in school? Normal are you a kid. Yeah. good student? Playing, playing football, pee wee. All that shit. What did you want to be? What were you I like? Wanted to, I wanted to really be a fucking football player, bro. Okay. I, I was I was heading that direction. I was I was a good football player, what, bro. Wait, what position? Outside linebacker, man. Okay. I was fucking shit up, bro. So getting that quarterback. Yeah. When I got to lock, <laughs> when I got to lock and didn't finish school, um, 
the 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 coach, um, Coach Jackson, Daryl Jackson, he was like, he was trying his best to get me in school because he knew of my my skills on the football field. And he was guaranteeing me a college. And I was like, all right, I'm going to come, you know, and I show up to practice. But you're showing up to practice with no school classes and no nothing. Right. You know, and he was like, man, you got to get in class. And yeah, I'm making like, money. I'm like, man, the, the more I sit up at this fucking school, I'm missing money, bro. So, um, that that shit that that shit um, it it was it was a curse, to be honest. It was a fucking curse, you know. But I got caught up in the curse at a young age, man. And I've I've been through a lot of shit, and you know it's in that book. Yeah, uh, the book. I mean, it just makes you realize that you know neighborhoods are different and where you grow up you know tells a lot about who you are because you know i grew up here in the valley in the 818 you know i'm a suburban kid delicate dude you know i i i've had like a cool childhood and then i was reading your childhood and you know how there was you know there was there were drugs at an early age, guns. There was violence. I mean, you're already selling crack at 13. Yeah. So I'm just like, what? Yeah. Like I'm barely smoking weed for my first time at like 13 because I'm from the valley and it's accessible. You're out here already selling crack, which yeah. is yeah, yeah. At 13, 14, 15, all the way up to about 17, closely to 18, bro. I never knew what the valley was. I never knew by that time. You were just uh, people start getting bust from out there to Reseda to Tav. I like you said Reseda. That was my school. Yeah, you know what I'm saying to that type of them type of schools and shit. So we we used to hear about it, but we never used to really come out here. Right. Then we start coming out here because we start chasing the girls that was getting bust from, <laughs> from the hood to, to these here. good schools. Right. But then when we were coming, when we showed up, we didn't fit because we coming up there with khaki suits on, Jerry curls. Uh, um, um, Raider has nah, no Kango. We was gang like, okay, oh, okay. great dancers now. Don't go, ain't no Kangos, dog. We was Raider hats and shit. Uh, Dodger hats, you know, Cowboy LA, hats. Right. We were gang members, like you know how they see in quote uh, NWA look. You know what I'm saying? That's how we was. So yeah, it was, it was, it was, it was, it was a time that I wouldn't trade in for nothing in, in the world. Bro. Yeah, no price could take that from. Me. I remember when they were getting busted because one of my really good friends in high school lived on Manchester in Vermont, and I didn't know what Manchester in Vermont was. And then I ended up taking him home one day, yeah. and I learned what <laughs> Manchester. And I was like, Yeah, let me go back to the valley. I'm yeah, too delicate. Um, Manchester in Vermont, it was, it was, a, it, it was a, it was a, a interesting area because at that time, probably when you were taking, it was a lot of stores and shit around here. This is um, like late 1900s, early 2000s. Yeah. Well, see, I'm talking about before Yeah, but that, you're, bro. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm older than you, A hundred percent. I'm talking about different times. 80s, yeah, bro. yeah. It was way different. Yeah, That's yeah, what I'm saying. It was yeah. like when I went there, it was like, you know, it was it was cool popping, but it was still kind of like different. I mean, it's it's like a whole different oh, yeah. neighborhood. It's a culture shock. And then, uh, you know, so it, I can only imagine like ten years, twenty years prior. It's just oh yeah, way different. I've seen yeah. the movies. I've seen yeah. how they depict those situ- those scenes. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, for real, well, So here you are, wanted to be a football player, you're kind of good in school, but you start, how did, who was it, how did you start getting, like, who was the first one to be like, yo, here's some fucking crack, this is what it costs, this is what you do, this is how you make it happen, or you just learn that naturally? No, you, you, you know, you learn it from the older heads up there, you know, it was like our OG, some older dudes that was older than us, and, uh, you know, they were, 
uh, whipping that shit up, putting it together, and, and giving it to us as kids. This is wild, bro. And letting us do our thing, man. You know, so it started from them. You know, handing it to us, letting us do our thing, and it was a crazy story, man. Like, you know, in the book, it tells you where I was um, a kid, and the police had pulled up on me. And I read that. And he put me in the back seat of the car, and it was three police. Yeah. And I'll never forget that day, bro. I could see this motherfucker face like Officer like Franklin. Now, man, that's crazy, man. Real blonde hair. Blue eyes, you know, and he just, I can see his face just staring me in my face, man, and putting his gun in my mouth because I wouldn't tell him who I got the shit from. So he's trying to scare you. Yeah, yeah, he was trying to intimidate me, but bro, when you looking at a revolver in your mouth, yeah, if you know what a revolver looks like, if you looking at it, it has the chambers. You see the bullets. It wasn't an empty gun. Right. There were... He cocked the motherfucking back and all he had to do was barely touch the bitch and he probably yeah. wouldn't have cared he killed a black motherfucker a little black kid pushed me out on that dirt field because the 105 freeway that ran through my neighborhood it was they tore houses down they bought houses and tore them down it was just all dirt we used to ride our dirt bikes up there it right. wasn't even the 105 freeway yet it was just getting that's built. where they pulled up pulled me out up there on top of that dirt field so nobody would have knew nothing all they would have heard was a a pop pop and that was it you know in my body and then what they would have blamed it on some gang activity right you feel what i'm saying so um, right i never forget that bro i never ever forget that i just cried and and he knew I, where he got me from was a crip neighborhood so he took me to the nickerson gardens with his bloods you know what i'm saying and um he kicked me out and was like this is a crip right here like to get me fucked up i knew everybody i, right. I was born in the Nicholas's. Yeah, know? yeah. It was, uh, yeah, I read that in your book. You yeah. were, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so they just gave me a ride back home. He did me a fucking favor. Yeah, he's like, he, thank but you. he traumatized me also. He taught me that moment, one of that moment right there taught me hate. It it, it started instilling hate in me. Cause I, I never hated nobody before that. You know, I'm a kid, so I never even thought about hate. The hate started coming when traumatizing shit like that started happening. So I blame his ass for that shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you have a chapter called Numb yeah, and that's in the my, book. Yeah, yeah. And how, like, book. some of these traumatic yeah. uh, moments in your life, I'm not going to talk about all of them. They could get the book. I ain't going to spoil shit. But you had, uh, like, traumatic moments where, you know. My stepfather, he, he was a very abusive dude. And people, when they hear me say abusive, they think sexually. Nah, he wasn't sexually abusive. He wasn't that kind of motherfucker. He was a he was an army dude. And if everybody know back in them days, if you do your history, back when I was a kid, anybody that was in the army coming home, they were highly addicted to heroin. Because that's all the army was, was addicted to heroin. All right. them motherfucking service men was addicted to heroin. That's on the East Coast, West Coast, North Coast, South Coast, right. wherever. You're coming home from there, you're addicted to... PTSD, you found some yeah, opium over wherever yeah. you were at, you went to some shit. And yeah, now so yeah. he used to take it out on me, man. I, um, I, had, I had two more siblings, which is a younger sister that was probably one year old at the time. And I had a brother that was a little younger than me, about three years, two, three years younger than me. But every time something happened, he used to just come in there and beat me. Like, I used to get it, you know. So you I'm, take I'm out nine it. years old and getting beat. For you, no, you don't know why? I can fucking go make some toast and pull a toast out and some crumbs and get on the floor. And, and I'm a kid, and I don't know to pick it up. And he'd come in and... 
put his fucking toast on the ground. He just be mad all the time, man. But the crazy part about it was, I don't take. It's crazy that I'm saying this. He was a good stepfather, but he was an abusive stepfather. When he don't got his drugs, I guess I'm guessing. I'm I'm thinking about it now because uh, I know about drug addicts now. When they don't got their shit, they're angry. They're their behavior. Bothered. Yeah. Their behavior is irritated. Bad. Yeah. But I used to get it. I used to get it bad. I was the darkest child. I'm the only one that was dark in my family. If you see, you see my mother on the on the on the in the on the cover of the book, man. My mother, that's my wife right there. But my mother, she was on the. I think, um, I think we we moved it or took it off somewhere. But my mother, she's she's more yellower than you, bro. She looked like she could be white. She's from. Um, um, Shreveport, like like back that way. That okay, are, are they they Creole? Creole, yeah, yeah. So if you see her, if you see my sister and my brother, bro, let me tell you, bro, um, they lighter than y'all. Everybody lighter than y'all. I'm the darkest one, <laughs> me and him. But but I'm the darkest one in the family. So it seemed like it was this hatred towards me, man. And I used to feel like the black sheep. You know what I'm saying? But he used to beat the fuck out of me, bro, for no reason. I would. Uh, me and my little brother would be in the bed laughing and shit because he might pass gas and we just start laughing, right? And he'd come in the room like, like, what's so fucking funny? Go to bed, I told y'all. And instead of giving us a warning, he used to come in there and beat my ass. And was it like with his hands or belts? Or? Belts. He never put his hands on me, so but it just was like with belts. Whip, like whipping the belt. Like, nah, he was fucking whipping. He was beating my ass to the point that one day... Um, he just told me to go upstairs and um because he was gonna get me for something I did. I can't remember what it was, but I was just a kid. So whatever I did shouldn't have been that bad that I was always getting my ass. Right. Hit. You're a kid, teach I'm me. I'm a kid, right? teach me. Teach I'm me. gonna Don't make me. a lot of mistakes. You know what I'm saying? Right. I'm but it's only childish shit. Right. So trying my, to learn. Yeah, one day my mother was like, I, I got him. I'll get him this time. You know, cause my mother kind of was tired of it. So my mother went upstairs, you go upstairs now, give me your belt go in the room i went in the room and she just like told me to and she started whooping on the dresser and told me to holler and like, I'm, act I'm like being, you're getting beat yeah like i said i'm being this young and have to learn how to act and and be mischief you know lie like be sneaky i had to fake like i'm crying why is a nine, ten year old kid being traumatized like that? Right. That I have to go, okay, mama, okay, ah, okay, mama. What the fuck? You know? And she just crying to herself and hitting on a dresser. And that fucked me up, bro. Trust me. So when it got to the point where he finally had his overdose, and I come in the house and I see him, I see my little my little sister crawling on the floor, and I see my brother playing. And I see him in his room and he laid down and he damn near looked gray and he's shitting on himself. He's naked like he done, like he must was dying and taking off Hot all his clothes. Yeah. yeah. So I'm looking at him. Bro, it was like, like fun. Like I was like, die, motherfucker. I hate you. I'm talking about, I'm just sitting up staring at him, watching him take his last breath. Like watch him, rigor mortis, all his gray he turning gray turning from brown to gray blue and i'm just there and this is a kid so i've been through some shit so the motherfuckers <laughs> question why i was who i was you know i'm fighting and shooting and want to be in gangs and all that shit man blame that type of shit 
You know, that, that psychologically fucks anybody. Up. I, I'm that's traumatizing. I'm just hearing the story. Yeah. I can't imagine yeah. living that. Yeah, I'm thankful, bro, to still be alive to this yeah. day and be sane. To that's talk what I'm about saying. It. Yeah. To be and, and you know being able to just understand your situation and just you know grow from it and actually create. You know, I don't know how the character Franklin came about. I'm sure we're gonna get into it. Purpose, man. God had a purpose for me, man. Trust me, because I've been through from that age. Cause I mean, selling, starting, so much starting to sell at thirteen, and then like just running, being able to buy your mom a house at eighteen. I'm sure you were recognized in the neighborhoods. I'm sure. Were you at like Hell ever yeah. a Target? Were people trying to ever? Hell yeah, bro! I've been shot fucking five times, dog. House been door been kicked in. Motherfuckers try to kick the door in on me, my mom, and my sister. And I had the fire bullet. I, I was I was actually that's when I first started getting addicted to pills back then. I had a toothache and they pulled my tooth and they give you back then they was giving you Tylenol 3 with codeine. Yeah, and that's where my addiction first had started because they were giving me that for the pain after pulling my tooth. And the pain was gone, but you can just go to the dentist and be like, man, this shit's still hurting. And they give you more because now I'm uh, Addict, I'm yeah. Jones and that shit because and they don't care because yeah, medical systems fuck so they want yeah, that money. Yeah, they just was back then. They yeah. could just here take it. We give you two hundred of them. Yeah, here you know because we weren't selling pills. Don't nobody selling pills yeah. like we wasn't. The order his was, but not us. I was taking them up. Right. So that's where it first it started. But I remember laying in the bed after getting a tooth pull, sleep, and I remember. In my in the bedroom, it was only a two bedroom home. I had a bedroom. My younger brother was in prison because that motherfucker been crazy. He's in prison right now. He's been in prison all his life. Um, my sister and my mom was in the bedroom. Small, re- real small, tiny house, man. Like fucking probably about a thousand square feet, bro. So I remember in my sleep. Now, if you sleep and you hear something going boom, boom in your sleep, you translating that and making it into something. You see what I'm saying? So if you in there knocked out and you in a deep ass pill sleep, you you dreaming that that boom is fucking something baseball boom right. or somebody hitting some boom. Fireworks. So all I heard was I remember hearing my mom say, "I'm trying to open it," and I'm like, I, I wake up and me and my cousin we had bunk beds. I had we had bunk bed bunk bed in the room. I used to sleep on the bottom. My cousin used to sleep on the other side. And when my other cousin came on, he sleep on the top of either one, right? But I used to sleep on the bottom of it. And if you know in the bunk beds, when you look up, it got them, them the boards. Them boards. Yeah. I used to hang a motherfucking Uzi up there, bro. It used to have a hook. I How to, old are you at this time? At that time, I was probably 17. With bro. a fucking Uzi man, by your bed? Man, Uzis wasn't nothing, bro. We had fullies back then, bro. <laughs> Fully automatic. They you spit the whole fucking whole 50 round clip at your ass in less than a minute, bro. Let way less about 30 seconds. So, oh man, trust me, bro. So, so I'm hearing this shit and I'm oh hearing my, my mom, I'm hearing my mom say, I'm trying to open it because the, the niggas out there was saying, it's the fucking police, open the fucking door. And she like, she trying to open the door for them. They kicking the shit out of it, bro. I, I, man, on my mother's soul, man, she's passed and gone now, but on her soul, bro, a screw, a little tiny ass screw was holding the door. They kicking it hard as a motherfucker. A tiny ass screw was holding the door Hold on from, for dear life. from coming in. She was like, I'm trying to open it. When I heard, when I got up and my cousin JJ got up out this droggy ass dope head sleep we was in, I heard the dude say, bitch, open the door. I like, mama, come here, come here, come here. She came towards me doing like this. You didn't need to go in the room, go in the room. 
my cousin snuck around through the kitchen and we, it was Christmas time, and I remember seeing our lights doing this outside. We had lights on the house. Right. We had the black in the days. We had the red, green, blue, right. and and yellow lights. lights. We didn't yeah. have the white lights back then. Yeah, they're the my big cousin, heavy lights. Yeah, them big hairy burn your motherfucking hand lights. Yeah, the hot bulbs. My, yeah, the hot bulbs. <laughs> so my cousin looked out the window. He said, "Them ain't no, I ain't no police. Them some niggas." My mind, and I was crazy at that time, and I had that motherfucking fully. I just ran, the door opened this way like this. I ran, kicked that motherfucker back that way. And all I saw was three dudes running. It was like three, two houses from the corner. I saw two dudes or three dudes hitting that corner and I just sprayed. Bop, bop, and they were still running. My cousin came out, boom, boom. We we were just shooting at anything, the fucking trees or crackheads or anybody. We was just, get up, yeah. somebody was trying to come in the house on us. You feel me? So. That that's that's like one of the crazy moments that that crack shit brought to me, bro. It brought it, it and, and more than likely it was somebody that knew me. Cause nine out of ten times when somebody doing something to you, bro, it, robbing you, coming after you, it's because they know you. Yeah. And if they know you, they're gonna kill you because they know you're gonna know it's them. You feel me? You would rather a motherfucker that don't know you to rob you. Yeah, that's you'd rather random. somebody come in here with a mask like this, halfway on. And say, put your hands up. Give me everything y'all got. He ain't going to kill you. But if a motherfucker come in here with a full ski mask on and he hiding everything, it's somebody you know. You pull it up, you'll be like, his intention is to to, to get rid of you because he know you're going to know his voice. You're going to know something. So it's it's crazy, bro. That was somebody that I knew, that knew I was pushing weight. Did you find out who it was or not? Nah, but I had a grudge against everybody at that time. Damn, so at I that bet. time, bro, it was, it was green light on anybody pulled up. I was just like... Everybody was a suspect. Right. And I was a bad actor at that time. So it was like not a good time to be around me because my street was the poppinest hot street. Like literally, bro, we stand on this side with guns. Dudes stand on that side of the street with guns. At the end of the street with guns. So if you come up there shooting at us, you're going to get shot at in the middle of the block but and the end of the block. Everyone's ready. So it was wild, bro. I grew up in a wild-ass little that atmosphere. Sounds, yeah, that sounds crazy. Because there was a moment you wrote about where you did get shot in the... Uh, I think they were you were getting some food and they creeped up on you. Yeah, yeah. And you that's got when shot I, the, that's when I first got shot. I think it was a stomach... They shot you in that's the stomach. Twice. And, Two bullets to the and, stomach, and it was it was here. It was straight here, straight in the center of the stomach, in the side, and here. Okay. And here. Right. And and, he, and these came because of this. You were blocking your face. They was he was aiming at my face after he had already hit me. So, here. What? Yeah, bro. It was fucked up time. They were robbing me for my car. I had a car with Dayton's on it back then. You know, I'm young. Right. 17, 18, young, at the restaurant. Up the street was our spot where we were all hustling at and everybody making good money. We all had convertible cars, had money. You know, we had, we was living life. It was nothing to make, go on that block and make you six, seven, eight thousand within hours. You know what I'm saying? So it was just crazy, man. We were kids and shit back then too, man. And um, when the dude shot me, it, it was shocking to me because you know I never been shot. It it felt like a blow, like like somebody like he hit me because the car was convertible, and the windows were up. 
and the music was playing, I pulled up on the sidewalk because we used to do that because we knew the people inside of the right. restaurant called Tams on Figueroa and Century. I'm ordering my food and I see this dude come. I turn around and one dude was there. He said, give me all your shit. Give me your keys. I, my stupid ass fire on him because he wanted my wallet. I had a Louis Vuitton wallet. It was long and skinny and it was sticking out my pocket. He tried to grab it and I fired on him. He ran. The other dude was in my car already and I didn't see him. But when you're trying to put my car, it was in the center. And you to put it in drive, you had to mess with the steering column a little bit. You had to turn it in. security engage it. Okay. it was just a fucking mishap. It oh, was just a, I thought it was security. No, nah, it was a mishap. But it happened to be a security feature. Right. Only I knew and a couple <laughs> friends knew. But he figured it out at some point because I'm reaching over the window. Now, you got to remember, we had jerry curls back then. I'm reaching over the window trying to grab him, his hair, and my hands is slipping. I'm not paying attention that he done rolled the window down and shot me. Oh. Bow, bow. He had a small caliber gun. It was a 25 automatic, so you barely could hear the, the pack, pack. But you, it felt like somebody said, like, just, just fire. Like Mike Tyson hit me twice right. in the stomach. So I'm like, all the wind was just leaving. So I'm like, what the fuck? What the fuck going on? Then he reached out of the car while I fall on the ground and he popped two more off. And that's when I went like that. But then he, he drove off in the car. All I can do is see the car leave. And all I can do is get up and about half a block down is my homeboys out there. I'm standing in the middle of the street trying to holler at them, but I can't because all my wind was gone. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because it, it ruptured shit. Like I lost um a whole lot of my intestines. They had to cut take, right. take the shit out but see when you go into martin luther king i don't know if you heard of martin luther king hospital it's in watts it's a trauma center it, it will save you don't give a fuck of a motherfucker shot you in the head with a cannonball knocked half your head off they will put you back together and save you you <laughs> might look bad they have a great uh trauma department the er best the best because they used to it you know because you in a you in the, you're in the right. center of compton and watts all the drive-by shootings and murders and killings so so they good with with the killing. You know, they good with saving you and shit. So all you do remember going to the hospital and seeing my mom, my grandmother crying, bro, laying on the bed and the doctor telling me to shut the fuck up because I'm like, I don't want to die. Of course, you know, I don't care how tough you is. You contesting the God. You reaching out to him. Right. Lord, please don't take me like this. Right. And I can remember uh, the doctor telling me, shut the fuck up. I got you. <laughs> shut up. I told you shut up. I'm like, oh, my God. He was like a little Haitian dude. Appreciate it, man. Appreciate it. Um, he was like a little Haitian dude. And um, and all I can remember, bro, was they I couldn't, I wasn't, I wasn't able to take anesthesia through the needle. So they had to do it through acupuncture. Ooh, wait, so you're allergic to uh I don't know why, bro. Okay. They they lay me out like like Jesus Christ on the bed <laughs> and they pour these things out to have your arms straight out. And like straps they, right yeah and they take your arm down and they i look over and it's an asian dude performing acupuncture, acupuncture on my in my veins and stuff and i can remember me trying to tell the doctor i can't breathe i can't breathe but i was going out and all i remember is waking up and i'm in the hospital bed and i'm fucking got staples all up my stomach oof <laughs> And you're here and you survived and you made it happen. That's one time I've been shot. I got shot again after we talked about that. And after later. that, were you like, all right, I'm done with this shit? Like, let nah, me nah, it was, 
There was a lot oh, it was more. Revenge. So yeah. how does like how does it go? How do you go from selling crack at thirteen, growing up in Watts, dealing with all this gang shit? I mean, in the book you talk about a lot of more gangs, a lot more stories. You get more. In Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill detail about things which is it's a it's a great book it's available right now right is it yeah it's on amazon man yeah game changer it's uh game yeah yeah it's basically the story of sean fontino and and then how does how do you get into like gta you started when did the rap career start um, as solo and cam right yeah the rap career started when i was probably 22 21, 22, 23, somewhere up in there. Um, Cam was like, you know, a distant friend, but we used to call each other cousins. You know how when you grow up in the neighborhood, everybody's either your cousin or your brother. You right. Even if they wasn't, it's just because we grew up together. And this isn't because you're Crips and you say cuz, this is just, that's like my cousin because we hang out all the time. Well, it can be cuz, but cousin, if you say like, you got a cousin and, a, and an uncle and an auntie. Yeah. So yeah, he was like, we were just okay. saying, he's like my cousin. My cousin. But he, Cam was was rapping you know we were hustling and karen was the rapper so we started like man we want to get into this rap shit you know what i'm saying so we was living our dream through him you know of course i knew dub c i knew cube and all that shit because cube ended up living at the house that i bought from my mom he lived like right up the street from it so i ended up um um meeting cube and telling him about cam like man you got to put my dude on man he hard as fuck and blah 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 and Cube like, Cube like, man, you know, I'm still with NWA. So we used to go to the studio with him and NWA. They used to be in Torrance. If you ever hear them talking about that story in NWA when the police laid them all out and all that shit and tripped on them and shit, that was in Torrance, California. Um, I, I remember that studio. Um, I wasn't there when that, that happened, but I remember going to that right. studio. But um, Cube said when I finished this, um, NWA deal start street knowledge man I'm gonna put I'm gonna put Cam on you know I'm gonna put him on cause he heard it Cam Cam won a contest that um they put on somewhere at um I wanna say WLCAC in Watts or something like that I think it was but Cam won a, a rapping contest so he ended up putting uh, Cam on man and and next thing you know Q well we were on the we were on a plane coming back from across seas on a Ice Cube tour cause we were opening up for him me and Cam and Cube was like, listen to this song, man. And all I heard was, some, 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 Cam and Solo, they got nuts. And that was in one of his songs that he got that he saved me and Cam. So the rap career was good, man. We we made a lot of noise, you know, until something happened with me and Cube. I, 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 in this time that I live in now, I don't discuss it no more. And I'm not going to discuss it too much on here. But we did. It's in the book. A little, you briefly discussed it in the book. Yeah, real lightly, not a lot. Yeah. I tell him a little bit about it. But it was a, it was a, a, a you learned from it. It was a brother, a brotherly type of uh, mis, uh, misagreement, uh, you know, a disagreement, fight, scrap, and things happened that shouldn't have happened that I regret to this day, and I, I should have, you know, had a, went dealt with this with a milder head, you know, a softer thinking. And, um, but Cube is my brother. I love him, man. So, you know, it is what it is, you know.
And, uh, you know, speaking of Cube, I know Cube was in Friday with uh, DJ Pooh. Um, you have a history with DJ Pooh, too, because, uh, yeah. I, I mean, not only did he give you the opportunity to audition, he didn't just give you Franklin, like, you had to oh. audition for that, and you went up against other actual voice actors for the position. Hell yeah, yeah. But how did you and, how did you and Pooh, how did that whole thing start? Uh, it started, for me and Pooh started through Cube at Street Knowledge Records. Cube had a studio called Street Knowledge Records. When he did his own thing, he started a label called Street Knowledge. And he built his own studio, which was in um, the west side of town off of Victoria. And and we used to go up there with Cam because he was going through there, you know, hanging out with the, the lynch mob and um, um, Dale the Funky Hope and Sapien and all of them. You know, we were all a crew called the, uh, 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 the um, lynch mob. Lynch, I remember the Lynch Mob. Yeah, yeah. So I met Pooh because Pooh was a big producer. He was one of the top producers up there. Him, Jinx, um, Chili Chill. They were the top producers for Ice Cube and the Lynch Mob. So I met DJ Pooh up there through them. That's when I really first. But I used to see DJ Pooh at the, all the Uncle Jam's Army concerts and shit. And I finally got to really be in his presence at this place. So um, one day Pooh was smoking weed. In the studio, me being who I was, I didn't never smoke weed like I told you. So I used to irritate me being around people who smoke cigarettes. You've weed. never smoked weed? Nah, bro. So never. So I was like a bully, bro. And I was like, man, quit smoking that shit. And um, <laughs> I don't want to smell that shit, man. So Pooh, Pooh had um had I, I called myself checking him about um smoking weed. And poof, skinny dude, I I think I could have fucked him up, <laughs> but I don't know. I can't say I could or not. But He's tall. Yeah, but Pooh, I just felt I could fuck him up at that time. So, but Pooh called me outside. That's like if I get into him with him in here, and he said, "Come outside." So let me talk to you. And he checked me. He put me in my place. You know, he said I was disrespectful, and it's a way to do it. And I shouldn't have did it that way because he's not no punk. He was like, "Man, I'm from I'm from I'm from somewhere too. I'm from Watergate Crip." So I never heard of Watergate Crip at that time because these are West Side um, gangs that I really wasn't too interested in hearing of. But when I did my due diligence on it, West Side, well, Watergate Crip was a reputable Crip set. And Pooh really was from there. So he put me in my place. Uh, he checked me to Respectfully. Where, to where I respected him for checking me that way. Not too many people could have got away with that at that time. But I, it was just like God's intervention to respect him for putting me where I need to be to respect our friendship. And after that, bro, we had a friendship to this day. It's like, that's my brother. It's nothing I won't do for him. And it's not too much he won't do for me, bro. When I need him, he's right there. When he need me, he know I'm right there. Whether it's conversation, whether it's financial, whether it's help or whatever. That's fucking awesome. And he actually uh, casted you in a couple uh, flicks. Everything. Uh, uh, you were Big Mo in Three Strikes. Everything. You were Face in The Wash. Everything. I was filming The Wash because that was like a cast of everybody. Yeah, man, that shit was crazy. Well, I, 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 me and his role really wasn't supposed to be as big as it was. And, you know, because it was really aimed towards Snoop and Dr. Dre. Right. And the Shaquille O'Neal's and the, the Eminem, Because everybody yeah. was in there. The Eminem's yeah. and the uh, Chicha uh, Chong. Um, Chicha Chong, yeah. The, the other one with the long hair. Chong, Tommy Chong. Chong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was based around watching these inner, these real celebrities. All these celebrity guys were in there. I'm just a dude that was known for being with Cam. You right. know, rap shit, little small shit. Had shit. your little credentials. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah you know, so Q, respected. So, um, pool like, man, are you, you are you interested in 
you know, being in this shit. I was like, yeah, I do it. Fuck it. Like, what I got to do? He said, just be yourself. I'm like, okay. So I come with the little black scully thing on my head with a T-shirt on, some 501 jeans on my gangbanging shit. So the first scene we shoot together, we in a raggedy-ass lowrider. He like, hit that shit, hit that shit. And I'm like, man, this feel normal shit, you know? <laughs> and we kidnapped Mr. Wash. And next thing you know, man, the lines kept running and running and running, and we still the show. All people was talking about is y'all Y'all made the movie. Right. The kidnappers, me and him. You know, uh... Uh, yeah, I run the phone yeah, calls yeah, and yeah, shit. Yeah, put me, t- put me, take me off speakerphone. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And I like, hey, dog. The prank. <laughs> put him on hold. Do your mama got call ID? And I'm like, hang up, hang up. Oh shit, I'm gonna call y'all right back. And he hang right. up. You know what I'm saying? It was just the funniest shit, man. And it ended up being something that you know I got recognized a lot after that. So. Pool, pool responsible for everything I do in the entertainment business, bro. I'm being honest with it. Cause, everything. Because he also put you in Grow House. Grow House. I just had You a- were bam. And I was actually at the premiere of Grow House. Were you there on yeah, the, at the theater? Yeah, and Westwood. And did you go to the W before when they did all the press? Yeah, man. Do, and- you, do you remember the incident? Because I was there, too. I was doing interviews. I was doing some shit with X back then. Uh, uh, do you remember when the smoke alarm went off in yeah, the hotel? Yeah. yeah, yeah. We set that shit off. Oh, for real? That was y'all motherfucking ass. I'm telling Pooh on your ass. <laughs> yeah, tell him. He knows. He knows who it was. It's on tape. Yeah, man. But but DJ Pooh is everything to me, man. When it comes to a genuine friend, bro. You know, he, he's 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 the most given, um, like opportunist person, man. That I can just like he he just come on, man. If it's made for you, it's made for you. Right. I'm gonna give you a shot. Here's the opportunity. You do what you do. Like with GTA Five, man. I was just about to get into that. Um, yeah, you were in uh, San Andreas too, though. You yeah, were. Yeah, and he he had everything to do with that, and he casted my cousin Melee, yeah. young Melee. He the one casted Melee. Well, he brought Melee to the table. When I say cast, uh, Pooh is not the one that just say you got the job. No, nah, Pooh say hey. Solo, come up here and read for this. Hey, Melee, I want you to come read for this shit. You know what I'm saying? So everybody came out went for San Andreas. I saw Kid Frost. I saw everybody, you name them, that was in the rap business, entertainment, they were there, you know? So when he called me to come do uh, um, GTA 5, he just said, man, hey, I, do you need to come up here and read for this video game. So I was like, man, I don't give a fuck about no video game, man. I'm riding motorcycles and shit, dog. I don't care nothing about no fucking video game. So, um... I went, he ended up talking me into doing it. I ended up showing up. I did my thing real quick. I didn't think I did good at all. I was just like, what the fuck? I just did it for you because you my boy. Every time you call me, I'm going to come. I ended up getting a second call back. And they said, can you come to Santa Monica? That's when I ran into Slink, big tall ass. You know? Slink Johnson? Slink, I love he, that guy. He, he was reading for the other characters. See, because we didn't know nothing because Pooh was under NDA. He couldn't tell us what it was. So we still didn't know because they told it was us like the, paradise or something. They right? told us it was paradise. And yeah. I was reading for a name called Deshaun, and he was reading for the other name. I can't remember the other dude name, but we end up getting a job. You so, and Slink, yeah, yeah. Me and Slink end up. I see him in the airport. If Slink's around, hide your weed. 
Oh, that he'll smoke all your weed. All your <laughs> shit till he sleep. He's gonna go to sleep smoking your shit. Yeah, I've known Sling for a long, long time, dude. Yeah, man, that yeah, motherfucker he's, is he's crazy. Hilarious. He's crazy. crazy. Yeah. He don't give a fuck. He say yeah. what the fuck he feel and how he feel, bro. Yeah. It's embarrassing to me sometimes. No filter. I'll, yeah, I'd be like, oh my god, this dude <laughs> make us look bad, man. But <laughs> but they but they end up loving that crazy <laughs> shit. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't know how to be crazy. I don't, bro. I never always been a laid back type of dude and it's crazy that franklin ended up being that kind of guy you know what i'm saying so um back to when we got the job man we just ended up at at the airport together in 2000 and i want to say 10 2009 late 2009 2010 we ended up at the airport going to new york to film we we didn't know what the fuck we were getting into bro we got up there. I'm thinking that we're going to go in the studio and read some papers and sit behind a mic and and a, and a thing up here, a monitor, and we read some shit with headphones on. But when they show these fucking outfits we had to put on, these motion caps and suits, I'm like, what the fuck? Cause Wait, I was, so I was you were chunky. actually wearing uh, like the green screen? The whole scuba with diving the, suit. With the With the balls and all doing, over you, with the helmet. Doing all the moves? All, everything Franklin does in the game. Running, Lamar jumping, does, punching. I had to do it, bro. So oh. Franklin ain't, ain't computer made up. He's not... He's not that the the people made that up. No, I had to give that dude life. So I poured myself into Franklin. I created the charisma, the personality to Franklin. That running, that breaking the car window when Franklin walk up and he break the car with his elbow. I had to do all of that shit, bro. Everything, you know. So um, we call ourselves um, performers, not. Um, actors. Voice actors. Because you, you really got to perform, bro. Right. You know, like how we sitting right here in regular clothes, it's easier for us to just act. Because we in the we in the atmosphere. We have clothes on, everything. We see, I see these curtains. I see this table. I feel this chair. The Versace Espresso Glider Recliners. Yeah, <laughs> man. And I see shit. But, but we actually sitting on a crate. A, a hard piece right. of wood with with metal metal and we have to act like we sitting in the chair so right. we have to make believe everything we have to like yeah pretend you're on yeah back hurting and everything because you're sitting on a board and metal and they digitally impose whatever the yeah and they tell is. they telling you it's curtains right here so you act and they go and eh, action and you like yeah man so these curtains right here you really just going like this oh yeah but on the screen it's curtains it looks like it you're touching curtains yeah those sets are crazy to work on oh them sets is something else yeah. man <laughs> you're like wait so you're saying there's gonna be a dinosaur chasing me okay <laughs> yeah damn well uh that's that's probably a crazy experience from like you know growing up in watson's and, and you know being you know selling crack and gang being involved in gangs and now you're like super production getting on set doing like one of the biggest video games in the world and yeah. one of the most iconic characters yeah man immortalized the that's, life that's that must be I mean, I mean, with all the hardships you've been through, I mean, in the book, you go through a lot. You go through addiction. You go through, like, almost being suicidal. You go through so much in there. Uh, and to see, like, how it turns out and what, you know, Sean Fontino's done with his life and how he's, you know, making it happen and yeah. getting getting that chance. And now out here, you know, if you could change someone's life from your story that's probably going through it or think they have nothing going on or can't oh, do anything. Man. 
read it, please. Yeah, man. it's uh, very interesting. And reach out to the to, to the suicide hotline if that if any of that happens to you in your brain, because don't let that sink too much in your brain because it can't take over. You know, it can grab into the brain and it can push you to another level, man. So do not do that. If anybody watching right now, man, please reach out for help, please, because I wish I would have because I was real close to 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 taking my life, man. And I was going to leave my wife and my baby and my kids out here by themselves. You know what I'm saying? To fend for themselves, man. And I was being selfish because I was really like right there, bro. Right there. Like, like looking at it bro and i'm talking about all i had to do was just touch it and it was done i was done and that's a coward move for the as tough as i was and as hard as i was in life dog how can i be that cowardly to to do that that's self yeah so i'm glad i didn't you know because i've been through a lot man like um i've been through kidnappings I know what it feel like to get a phone call and say, hey, you want to spend some money to get your girl back? And you like, yeah. what the fuck you talking about, nigga? Nigga, my girl at work, nigga. And yeah. hang up and they call back and say, hey, nigga, do you want to spend some money to get your girl back? And I'm like, nigga, man, let me call my girl. See what the fuck these niggas talking about. So I call her job. I call her first. She don't answer the phone because we had flip phones, right. brick, brick phones back then. I call her. No phone. No answer. No answer. So it's reality starts setting in. Then let me call her job. Like, um, A is, um, whoopty whoop there. And they like, no, she hasn't come in today. So, boom, it just. That's like, when the, yeah, the heart drops. Yeah. Where the heart don't drop, it just like, you <sighs> just go numb. And you be like, I never thought this had hit me. You heard about all the kidnapping stories through Watts and Compton and all this shit. People getting kidnapped, getting their shit cut off and stuck in their mouth and getting killed and people never come back from kidnappers because they end up doing some violent shit to the people right but thank god i end up i've been through it twice i've been through i've been through it with my son's mom and with my wife and got them both back unharmed you know what i'm saying um that's so that's so crazy and motherfuckers wonder why i am how i am i'm i'm like i'm like right now i'm sitting here like david banner What's like a, what's like a day in the life for Sean Fontino right now? Like, what do you do like after going through all that? Fighting demons all the time, bro. I got PTSD. Is it called PTSD? Yeah, post traumatic stress. I have that, bro. But I I, I figure how to just maintain it without uh, smoking weed. I might need to smoke. Start smoking weed. So man. what do you, do you like exercise? Are I you don't at- exercise because I got a fucked up back right now? Do you so stretch meditation. I, I don't do anything, read. bro. I just get up and just go deal with life every day bro and it's and it's hard it's not easy people think it's easy man life is hard so i told my wife i said man i'm, I'm gonna start smoking me some weed man i need to <laughs> let me know the fuck out you man. know some great people that have it <laughs> the only thing that i have is bro is that first that first weed <laughs> you crazy that first <laughs> weed smoke i um i tried it one time and i got too fucking high to where i hearing my heart beat in my throat and I was sweating. I thought I was going to die. So I need to get past. How do you get past that part to get to start enjoying the high to where you don't be freaking out? Because if I hit it, bro, I'm telling you, like I get contact when I go to Snoop Studio or be around DJ Poonum because they smoke probably way worse than you. And I get contact and I'll be over there like this, bro. Like, what the fuck? Like, damn. You know what I mean? So 
I, I, I'm, I'm gonna get to it, man, because I need to do something to relax myself, man. Listen, I you don't always to. have to smoke it. Now you can consume it. There's food. Nah, I ain't fucking with no edibles, man. Well, there's there's low I, dosage though. Cause I tried one of them too. <laughs> I did try it. <laughs> what you about a little vape pen? Like a little. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We make that happen. Yeah, cause you can't get that edible out your ass once it's in you. <laughs> that weed smoke, you can go eat a burger, you can go eat something, drink some water, it'll kind of dilute it and get the high down a little bit. But once right. that edible is in you, it's like taking NyQuil, bro. You stuck. What well, do you have? A uh, what do you do? You have like a so you never gotten high, so you don't have like munchies. Do you have, I like, got a, high before. I have smoked the weed. Do you, do you have like a, like a go to snack? Like if you just got Oh man Don't talk about snacks bro Hey bro Why You see how much I weigh now If you would have saw Did y'all see me For the for the fans out here For the people that's watching The the streamers The the, the family <laughs> on here The man that's with my boy Adam If y'all remember seeing The Wash Where the camera at man Which uh, one? Your solo's if right there If y'all remember seeing The Wash man And you remember me in The Wash You remember I was a fat boy <laughs> I was big I was 270 pounds so all them that weed, that shit would have me back to 270 pounds. Hey, chill. That's not true. Because I love Krispy <laughs> Kremes hey. and all of that shit and goodies, bro. And I can't do it. Man. I get it. I get it. <laughs> uh, do you consume content? Do you like watch uh, TV or movies or do you play video games? Um, I, the last video game that I was playing before even Grand Theft Auto was San Andreas. And then I stopped for years. But now I'm man, I'm fucking shit up. I played GTA Five. Yeah, of course I did that. I had it before everybody had it. But um, <laughs> but uh, Call of Duty, man, I'm a beast at that. Modern okay. Warfare, the, okay. the OG Modern Warfare, not all that Modern Warfare Two and all that shit. Modern Warfare, man, I'm a monster at that. I just was playing that last night. I got a crew, man. I play with a crew that that's monsters, bro. But I'll be at the top of the list, bro, with like 40 kills. Uh, only died three times and shit. I be okay. fucking shit. It ain't no camping. Ain't no spine. You be running camping. around, man. I get moving and you kill shit up. You do the death match up. or do you do more like the objectives? No, nah, I do the death match, okay. man. Hardcore death match, man. Okay. I'm a beast. I'm a beast, man. They asked what's my my, my KD. <laughs> but y'all can go and look on there, man. Um if you got PS or whatever, man, my 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 handle on there is OG Solo, man. OG Solo. 118. Yeah, OG they, Solo 118. 118 like the freeway. And the reason 118 is behind everything and I need to get that shit off of Instagram because I just want to put my real name up there. Oh, sure, yeah. Sean Fontino. Every time I try it, they won't let me do it because I'm verified and it tries it almost looked like a hacking shit. So oh, I get it. Um, um, I'm sure because you know I want to, I want to, yeah. But I've been trying, bro. I even had Rockstar try, bro, and they tried, and they, it's hard, bro. Because I want to just be Sean. Because the 118 is gang related, right? That's the neighborhood I was from. He let me East Coast Crips. That's where I was from. It, it's tatted on me, bro. I had it covered up. If 118 to me is the freeway. See what I'm saying? You, <laughs> <laughs> 118 is the freeway, North Valley. <laughs> yeah, yeah. See, they put it on there. Yeah, what? that's it right there, man. That's, OG Solo 118. That's, yeah. that's my hand. Man, be I'll come in, shoot me a friend request. Let's play on Call of Duty, man. I'll kill all you motherfuckers. What about Connect Four? How good are you in Connect Four? When was the last time you played? Long time, bro. Long time. Yeah. Yeah, before I go, we'll play one game. What? You wanna get it? Yeah, let's get it, bro. I'm a world champion Connect Four player. Has bro recognized? I don't knock it, bro. <laughs> you probably know all kind of shit. You're going to start somewhere, and then you once I make one move, you know you got me. 
Well, you could go first. I don't have to start. No, I want you to go. You want first. me to go first? Yeah. Right. yeah. Do, you, do you prefer color? It don't matter. It don't, I don't want red because right. I'm a crip. I figured. <laughs> I figured. I figured. <laughs> nah, I'm just fucking with nah, you. I was gonna say that too, but it's all good. Uh, Come on, man. Yeah, yeah. You, you I'm moving a, too slow, bro. Oh, uh, what? Okay, okay. You want to play like that? Let's yeah, go. Let's bro. Go. You moving too slow, bro. Let you. me see. Let I me got see. You. Yeah. I got you. Let's go. Yeah, you moving too slow, bro. What you doing up there? What, what are you doing right there? <laughs> what? Yeah, I see what you're trying to do, man. Let me see. Let's, let's go there, I man. I see what you're trying to do. Uh, uh, let's go. Uh, you, you ain't slick, man. Stop it, man. Stop it. I see what you're trying to do. I ain't falling for that. Are we <laughs> falling for what? I, I ain't falling for that. Come on. I'm not falling for that, bro. We're going to cut that shit off, man. <laughs> you can go over there you want. I don't care. Shit. I got this. It's a, it's you got this battle. already? No, not yet. I'm kind of nervous. You're making me nervous, but... We're gonna... <laughs> I'm hood smart, man. I'm hood smart. And you high, too? I got you. Oh, I'm shit. high as fuck right now. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. What? Yeah, you think you slick. I see you. Do I? Yeah, I see you. Come on, All right, where are we at right yeah, now? Yeah, we gonna we gonna run this whole board out, and if we break even, I'm taking my even. I'm not gonna play no more. <laughs> Since you a world champion, Let's since go. you a world champion, man, what you following me for? What you mean? That's three. I gotta block that. <laughs> what you following me for, man? <laughs> Come on, I see you. I see what you're doing, man. I see you. Uh, All right, it's good. You see me? Yeah, this gonna be a raggedy game right here, bro. Cause you trying to get me, bro, and I ain't gonna. I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna wait it out. I'm gonna come over here. Oh, that's a good move right there. How you know? Cause it was a good one. How you know? Be careful. Yeah, I know. I see you now. I see what you up to. I see what you up to, dog. I see what you up to. Come on. All right, that's game, baby. It's game. I don't know, is it? It ain't no goddamn game yet. What? Shit. All right. Let's go. I think that's four. Where? One, two, three, four. That's cheating. <laughs> nah, I'm good, man. What? <laughs> I'm good, man. Listen, listen. I'm world champ. I, I, I heard. I know you're competitive, dog. So you know, I had to get it out. Yeah. Make it happen. Hey, if you could have dinner with three people, dead or alive, three people, let's chill out. Who would you? Who would it be? If I can have dinner with three people, oh man. Dead or alive. Dead or alive. Anybody. My mom, my grandmother, and I really would like to sit with Malcolm X, man. That's crazy. I gotta talk to that man. That's man. Uh, those are that's great. Mom and grandma is great. I think you might be the first to mention a f family member. I have to, because I miss them so much, man. You see them I, I, I right totally there? feel it. Yes. Them, man, both of them. And they my, they my everything, man. I, I feel it. I feel it. I'm going to have to change my answers, too. I'm going to throw my yeah, mom back in the answer. Because I, I, I could have said Jay-Z or, yeah. or Denzel Washington or anybody, but I'm not interested in that, man. Right. I mean, that's still... Jay-Z I mean, is my... You, you could still make that happen. He's still around. Yeah, Jay-Z <laughs> is my, 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 by far my top.
top three artists. It's not my number one. <laughs> Jay-Z. I, I just I just feel him, bro, with the shit he say. You know what I'm saying? And how he how he orchestrated shit. Oh yeah, and, sh- and, and let me give my boy a shout out. I don't know if y'all know Emery. Uh, Vega Jones, he's on Instagram. Vega Jones, Emery, that's Jay Z's right hand man. Jay Z always talk about him. And okay. Shit that did he did his time and shit and came home and he's in a great position. He got Puma on lock. Okay. Puma and he got the paper planes. I wish I would have wore my hat for him with the paper plane sign on there that you see Jay Z and everybody wearing. Right. He got the paper planes. Yeah, 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 yeah man. Okay. That's my guy, Emery, right there, man. Let's Good go. dude. Let's go. Uh, all right, let me ask you one more question. Because, look, we usually go for an hour. I feel like I talk to you for another hour. Uh, listen, we with uh, uh, Sean Fontino, a.k.a. Franklin from GTA. Uh, I, this is always a question I like to hear the answer to. If you could have any superpower, what would it be? I, w- I would like to be... Uh... Damn. Why can't you have two? Just one. You would have two? Yeah. What are the What are the two that you would like the to two, have? Two, and then I give you that one. Yeah. The two I will. I, and and I know this is selfish. Ah oh, man, this is very selfish. Um, immortal. It's selfish because who wants to live forever? Yeah. That's creepy. Yeah. But like, I, I'm interested in seeing shit. Like I want to be like a vampire. That's what I'm saying. Would you be, do you twenty thousand years? Yeah. And shit, so I can see the ever evolving of the, life and. See things and, and shit, and just, but but it's a heartbreaking thing because you lose a lot of family love, yeah. and love in between, and you got to keep moving yeah. and moving. But you just I, become numb. I still would, would want to do it, but um, do you believe in shit like that? Like yeah. vampires or aliens or ghosts or like any supernatural power that they throw yeah, upon us? I believe in shit, man, because I think if they put it in your face that. It's, it's for a reason It exists it's, It exists somewhere In some form of fashion Like uh, All four of us Sitting in here right now it, It's it's it, We don't know who What and who Who can do what I don't know what the fuck You could do When you in a room By yourself So I don't Underestimate nobody And on that question But my second one Is invisible mm-hmm. Which I can be invisible Cause I I can get filthy rich Off this shit <laughs> But um a uh, quick story before I get up out of here, man. Um, hey, Nas, what up, man? Hey, anybody can reach out to Nas, man. Can y'all please um, tell him to reach out to me? Because me and him, man, in this very area out here, I was telling you where we had it. Right. Me and him was shooting a, um, we were finna shoot this short film for DJ Pooh. And me and, me, him, and Lisa Ray, um, we, me and Nas was walking in the back of the alley going over our notes our our script true story and and he will say it too bro that's why i said tell everybody reach out to him man he will say it to the world bro i swear well, i'm willing to bet every dollar i got in my life on it that he will say you you goddamn right that happened we were walking and something came over the whole alley bro and sucked all the air out of us and we felt it and we looked up bro and it was over the whole it just it consumed the whole alley real quiet but it was sucking the air out of we couldn't breathe and then it lit up real fast and then disappeared bro we we broke like kids bro i promise you bro we ran like kids and ran in and tried to tell dj pool them what happened what happened you know motherfuckers laughing they hide in the studio like man y'all niggas tripping man me and him to this day every time i was seeing him after that he'd be like yo tell them about that time bro no no bullshit bro and then it happened to me again bro out where i live at you know where i stay at. Uh-huh. i'm walking my dog and i'm out 
And what I the feel fuck? no bullshit, bro. And I'm walking and I'm out and I felt it again. Like almost like a it it like you losing all your shit. Like you can't breathe. Like it's sucking you, like right? The life out of you. But I'm walking, you know, in the mountains right there, right. you know where I'm at. And I'm with my Frenchie and this dude is pulling from me hard, like, but on the ground pulling from me like he don't want to get up, like low pulling. And I'm like, what the fuck? But I'm feeling this. And I'm like, come on. Because I'm thinking of a heart attack or something. Right, I got to get home. And it just left, bro. But it's like all the calmness came. No more wind. And you know it's windy as fuck. Yeah. It just went away. It was just like still. Like... It's weird. I'm trying to say a weird something, bro. It's like nothing's moving, nothing's doing nothing, it's no like light. Still. It just feel like everything gets sucked. So yeah, I'm a real firm believer of something is weird going on. That could just been me, bro. I might got breathing problems Listen. that come and go sometime, bro. Well, I mean, if it happened with someone else and they experienced the same thing you experienced, and it's probably not a health thing. It's probably... I'm willing to bet you every dollar I got to a dollar. If I ever get Nas, I will ask him that question. And watch what he say. <laughs> you will owe me a dollar. And if he don't say it, I'll cut, the, I'll cut a check. I'll transfer all my money to your bank account. Oh. And there's enough in there to make you happy. <laughs> Shit, GTA been good to me. I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure. Listen, man. Yeah, because, you know, I'm all about that shit. We, that's a whole other show we could get into because, yeah. you know, we be, I be looking into a lot of that shit. And, you know, it's just theories. They call them conspiracies. Conspiracies is like, you know, something that is lied to. But a lot of these conspiracies are turning into like real, real life things that we have uncovered due to technology, due to whistleblowers, due to whatever. So I do like think that whatever is out there whatever they show us in movies or tvs is just preparing us for what's to come we might not see it but, but it's, it's, it's happening it's happening but we don't see it but we feel it but i think when it finally exposes itself who is who and what is what like i i believe let me cut because i gotta get my ass up out of here yeah, no, no, but I'm let me say this bro i, I believe that everybody that's <laughs> successful very successful is an alien is not from here like the Shaquille O'Neal, not me. I, I have a whole theory. No, I have. A, yeah, I know exactly. Dennis Rodman's, yeah. they can't handle it here like that, so they crack and go crazy because they're not used to this. You know what I'm saying? They, it's weird. They like, what the fuck? Uh, right. Uh, I'm rich. I don't know how to handle this shit. Just think if you had a billion dollars. Yeah. Bro. No, I think like Elon Musk and like they are not from here. No, bro. <laughs> Look in their eyes. That the eyes yeah. don't lie. And like the technology, hey, yeah. The eyes don't lie, don't, bro. Yeah. You can look in the soul of a person through his yeah. eyes. You can see windows to their soul. You can see, yeah. you can see steel. But every time you look in them dudes' eyes, Elon, Mark, uh, Bill Gates, Mark Zuckerberg, <laughs> all of these these high power motherfuckers, man. They eyes don't lie. It's like it's somebody else in this body that's hiding behind there. Yeah. That's like I, I hope you can't see me in here for real. I believe in that shit, bro. Listen, that's I a, think I'm one. That's a whole other show, dude. We could go for hours with this shit. Listen, I try to keep an hour. We're yeah, with yeah. Sean Fontino, aka Franklin. You already know GTA. He's got his book out, Game Changer. He's got a new RP opening up franklin's world man he's on Drop twitch in. uh i'm gonna go to uh, twitch real quick see what anyone says uh if they got any questions oh what's your do you, you go taco bell what's your taco bell order 
don't eat Taco Bell. All right, I'm just asking. I don't eat that shit. No, you never had a Baja Blast? Hell nah, man. No, this is such a great I'm, episode. Thank you, thank you. Tams is great. Oh, they said they like Tams. Is Tams still around? Man, Tams used to be the shit, man. When I was a meat eater, oh my God. You don't man. eat meat? You're a vegetarian? Man, yeah, I don't or fuck around. Vegan? Man. Yeah, I don't fuck around, bro. Well, I don't eat meat either. I'm not I, a. I used to fuck some pastrami. Oh, man. oh my God. <laughs> nah. Uh, say such a dope episode. This is great. Bam. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate you guys. Uh, GTA San Andreas has the best soundtrack ever. Uh, yeah. Did you did you like? Well, you guys were on that soundtrack too, right? Did they use your songs or no? On um, what? GTA San Andreas. Nah, they didn't use none of our songs though. But uh, uh, you know, they used a couple of my dudes like J Rock from Out of Watts from Out the Projects. Um, game, you know, game is my 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 young brother. That's my that's like my real little brother. Um, you know, they use some of their stuff. That's right, that's right. All right, uh, it was a great round. Shout out to everybody in here. Uh, people are answering the questions we asked. Great episode. Appreciate you guys. Listen, Sean Fontino, where can they find you? You got uh, social media. You got yeah, I ain't hard to find. IG. Man. Yeah, I ain't hard to find. All of that shit, man. Just you can just Google Sean Fontino. It take you to all my IG, my Twitter, my TikTok. Um, my my main thing I'm on all the time is Instagram. It's uh, Solo118. It's just simple. Solo118. That's it. You can go to Instagram. You can follow me there. And then it, then you can click in the link and it take you to all my other shit. Listen, dude. I learned a lot. It was an honor to have you sit next to me right here on these Versace Espresso glider recliners. Yeah. Next time I come back, I'm going to be a weed head. Watch. Come I'm gonna be smoking we weed. We'll play Connect Four again. Talk I'm about gonna whoop your ass when I smoke. Talk about more <laughs> more things going on in the world. Yeah. Uh, check out his book. It's on Amazon, bro. It's it's been great. How you feeling, Kentron? We didn't really get to you, dude. How you feeling over there? I'm chilling, man. I'm just playing the jams in the background. Yeah, you, know, you over there jamming, dog. Listening to the the conversation take place. And I'm like, damn. Hey, you smoke? Yeah. That's why you over there just. Yeah, I'm, I'm like, man, I can sit here with this music and rocking this cheer, man, till tomorrow, but I gotta go the fuck home, man. Hey, you were talking about busting a freestyle before. I don't uh, know nothing about them freestyles, listen. man. <laughs> <laughs> listen, I appreciate you, Kentron, coming through. You can always check out Kentron. He still live streams on YouTube and Twitch. That's what he does when he live streams, just plays the keys. And chills out. Uh, thank you always, Kentron. Adrian, appreciate you pulling through. Adrian, Sean Bontino in the building. Yeah. Check him out, dude. Yes, sir. Check out the website. Check out the IG. Get the book. The book was crazy. Yes, That's sir. I and book. I will be back. And I will be high when I come back. And we, I'm going to whoop his ass and connect four. <laughs> He don't want to play no dominoes, though. Oh, I'm down for bones. You want to? I got bones in the car. No, nah, I got to go, man. <laughs> All right, next time we'll play dominoes. What are we playing, the 150? 150, All right, shit. let's go, dude. 10 to get on. 10 to get on. Let's go. Yeah. Uh, shout out to you again, dude. It was an honor. Appreciate you. Uh, you're the best, dude. Shout out to everyone watching. You already know it's the highest host, Adam Hill. AdamHill.com. Whatever. You already know. You, you, you guys know about me all the time. I don't need to say some more. Uh, appreciate y'all. Let's go, kid.
Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill.